Hi, and welcome to Manifesting 101, the podcast. I'm her manifestation mentor, Kimberly Fitton, and you can find out more about me at hermanifestationmentor.com, kimberlyfitton.com. Follow me on all social media platforms. You can even leave me a message on Anchor, um, only on the Anchor app, though. Um, just how's it going? Testimonials, questions, topics you want to hear about, you name it, you want to get in touch with me, you can do that. Or you can email me at infoatkimberlyfitton.com. where I am like manifesting before your eyes. Um, I know there's a lot of talk about how to collab. My, my listening audience, my listenership, it's pretty dope. Um, but I want to talk about some, like, just a hodgepodge of a couple things this episode. And I will call this one um, Ramblings of an Insomniac. Which you're probably thinking, what does this have to do with manifesting? You're going to find out. Because who you were before you started decreeing is not going to be who you are once you start manifesting. And, and you won't even realize it. But, you know, we got 17 seconds to hit up before we get into all of that. We need to give 17 seconds of gratitude And it's so very, very important because it's like, you know, clearing the static out of your radio station. It's a little fuzzy. I need to make sure I am tuned in, tapped in, turned on to the frequency of heaven um, so I can receive the frequency of abundance, whatever that is. However I need to show up, I can get there real, real quick. Staying in a state of gratitude, I believe. The Bible says, in whatever state I am in, be content and give thanks for it is the will of God concerning you through Christ Jesus. This is how we stay content, by giving thanks, knowing that the ultimate good is coming to us. Giving thanks is like the ultimate mental mental uh, ace in the hole, honestly. So let's do it. 17 seconds. I give thanks for the clients, my business partner, uh, who I'm going to keep her nameless because I didn't get her permission to say it. She's amazing. I just really, really am grateful for the day that I met her. And I'm also grateful for, thankful for this journey of building new relationships, um, I've never been disappointed. I I say it all the time, and I'm thankful for this. You could be one handshake away from a million dollars. You just be kind to everybody. You don't know where the money's coming from, and you have no idea the extraordinary people that are at the other end of that handshake. Don't shake hands in this COVID season, though. And we've been over 17 seconds, you know? But doesn't it feel good? And you can just say thank you, 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 thank you for 17 seconds. I don't care how you give thanks. I'm not managing that. I'm just trying to share with you. Staying in a state of gratitude just brings limitless blessings to your life. So, let's get into it, shall we? 
Did I say hi to everybody? I want to say hi again. So I want to give thanks for you guys. I want to give thanks because it's super wonderful that as many of you are listening, like in such a short time, and it's wonderful that your lives are changing. It's wonderful that you're manifesting. It's wonderful that you aren't afraid to dream. I'm just, I just think that's super dope. Did I say that? I'll say it again. I think you're super dope and I think that's super dope. So let me know who you are, where where you are and what what's going on with you, you know? I, I like to engage. I like to interact. I'm be super transparent with you because after all, my goal is to tear down systems of legalism and religion, those constructs that keep us from thinking that abundance is for us and those constructs that completely present poverty as some kind of noble humble award from heaven as if the lord gives out medals for those who turn away or never seek a life of abundance they don't do that stop it that's not even biblical and i know that you're going to quote the beatitudes and then i'm going to tell you that you're not using that in its proper context so go be great now that we said that i'm going to talk about the hodgepodge so Something happened to me today. Today was my first $5,000 day. Now, I've had plenty of success in business. I am a newpreneur. That's what I'll call myself. You know, I just happened to stumble upon being a businesswoman. I didn't set out to be that. Um, that's what happened once I started manifesting. I had no desire to be a business owner. In fact, I had my own little side photography business which I really did that as a labor of love for for people that wanted high quality photography but couldn't afford those outlandish prices. And I mainly did it for seniors um, in high school who were graduating but they were of low socioeconomic status. And then I did it for people that wanted great wedding photos but, you know, just couldn't afford it. And then people... I, you know, I'm just not built for customer service in that way. So I said, you know what? This was just a labor of love to me anyway. It was a business, but uh, we done. So that that was that. I I just never thought about it, right? Um. So I remember when I first started decreeing and writing out my um decree statements. I had about twenty five post its on the wall. And one of them was I had multiple streams of income. Now, mind you, I honestly said it and put that on there because I just thought that meant, okay, bring me money in all the ways possible. And I know you guys are like, duh, that sounds good, Kim. But I'm trying to convey that I had no desire to state how I wanted to make that money. I just wanted multiple streams of income. So I left it open to the universe to plop it in my lap. I left it open for God to have his free will in my life to show me his meaning of good. And I didn't do it intentionally. It was unintentional. I just wanted multiple streams of income. It was a buzz phrase. I heard it in church. I said, all right then, give me multiple streams of income. So... That actually was the first post-it that I was able to take down. 
because it happened like within two weeks. Um, funny story. When I got into affirming, you already know if you, if you haven't, you can listen to the first broadcast, but my life was utter crap. Um, my mindset was crap and I basically started affirming because I cried out in my classroom and I was just like, Lord, my life, I'm such a bitter person. Help me change. And I remember driving home and I really felt led by the Holy Spirit to look on YouTube for affirmations and I did and it changed my life and actually the first um, set of affirming sermons I started listening to were by Joel Olstein talking about the power of I am and I I was like hold on a second what I was intrigued so I just started and then Justin Perry with you our creators has some great youtube videos and anyway long story less long i started affirming i th- i decided i had tried my best i had taken control over my life and done such a piss poor job at it that if i were applying for the job of running my life i wouldn't even call me for an interview i hire people all the time i'm in interview processes all the time I'm, uh, and i wouldn't have called me I wouldn't have. My resume would have stayed at the bottom of the pile because I had done such a poor job in my experience. And so I thought, what's the worst that could happen? I can't do any worse than what's happening right now. And ironically, maybe two weeks after I started affirming, I got um, this idea to call a lady, and her name is Lashila Yates. I don't need her permission to say her name. I'll just do, I will sing her praises. She's an extraordinary person. So LaShila Yates was um, the first Mrs. Black Iowa. And I remember my sister LaSharon was like, Kim, you got to meet this lady named LaShila. And then she started like just talking about all the great things she did. And remember I said I was bitter. So when my sister is like giving this sister her props, in my head, I'm like, she's not that great. I can do that. I could have been Mrs. Iowa. Like, girl, no, you couldn't. No, you could not. You are not married. How can you be Mrs. Anything? You have to be married to be a Mrs. Like, what is wrong with you, girl? Like, ugh, wake up. Like, I just wanted to step inside that moment of history. Be like, girl, you sound nuts. You are a hater. But my sister said, I think you guys are a lot alike. I think you would really grow from the connection and I just in my head said okay thank you and in my head I was like girl bye anybody calling her and in my and also in my head I was like everybody wants to promote everybody else but nobody wants to promote me I'm a good person nobody sees what I have to give nobody wants to give me a chance no one wants to mentor me no one wants to invite me to the table oh blah 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 blah. everybody's against me everybody hates me why don't I go eat worms So funny is that two years probably from that conversation that my sister told me I should have met this woman, I got this inclination from Holy Spirit to invite her to be a guest speaker at this ladies luncheon, this young girls luncheon that I was throwing for my birthday as a gift to them. I just wanted them to see other black women doing extraordinary things. Um, 
I am in Iowa and there are not a lot of black educators. So for when I started teaching, I was the first black educator some kids had ever seen. Um, and so I just thought it was important for me to show them there are plenty of people doing it. She was the, she was the director of the civil rights, um, commission in, uh, in the city I live in. And she was just amazing. So I, I called her and I said, I invited her and she said she would love to come. She came and it was extraordinary. I, I can't even put into words what an impact she made. And then I felt Holy Spirit telling me to apologize and to tell her the story about how I made an assumption in my mind about her. And I did that. Um, I don't know if we've met before, but I, I am prideful. And I was super prideful back then. I'm not going to admit that I was wrong back then. I wouldn't have. So I knew that now that I reflect, it was something greater afoot. Because something was happening when I was affirming. I was affirming with great faith. I was affirming with the intentions to do better than I was doing in my own life. And then I also opened up the free will for the Lord to do whatever he wanted to do in my life. I opened up the free will to use the Ruach and the Rhema to produce, to manifest God's ultimate plan for my life, to really agree with heaven. And so what that meant was not just only manifesting what was on the post-it notes, but manifesting the character, integrity, the personality, um, growth points that was necessary in order to get where I am today and where I'm going in the future. Without hesitation, I began to apologize to her. I told her, that I was wildly jealous of her and had never met her. And it was so stupid. And I felt that I had really missed out on something. And I'm just so very, very grateful that she came to speak to the students and to celebrate my birthday by giving back to the community. It meant so much. And if she ever needed anything, um, I, I was there to serve. She called me the next week and said, I need you to go to this meeting with me. You have some educational expertise. I think you could be a benefit. I'm at the meeting and I don't even realize what's going on. It's with a one of the local colleges and she says, hey, guess what? Because of my new role, it's a conflict of interest for me to be doing these diversity and inclusion training. So I've brought along Kimberly because she's great at this and I think she'd be an awesome fit for you. Now, I want to tell you, this woman had never seen me present. I had not done any trainings except for in my school and staff developments. One of the affirmations that I had on the post-it was, there are people all over this country speaking well of me and opening doors for me. So when LaSheila says this, I'm still oblivious to whatever's going on. I'm thinking she's saying I'm going to help her. When I tell you guys I was so slow, I mean, I need a new word for, for slow. Like, it didn't make no sense how, how just not with it I was. I, I didn't realize what was happening. The lady that we were meeting with says, oh, great, awesome. I'll be in touch, Kimberly. We'll talk later. 
and then we leave. I said, that's it? We didn't talk nothing about what you said we were going to talk about. She was just very quiet. Once we got in her car, she said, I got signed for a hundred and blank dollars. Don't take any less than that. I said, for the day? I was grateful for it. I I didn't care. You know, I I mean, I I know I make more than that as a teacher, but, you know, I just, I was grateful. And she goes, no, honey, an hour. I'm sorry. What? A hundred plus dollars an hour? Doing trainings? And so the next month, I was doing something I had never done before. Being a subcontracted consultant doing professional developments for organizations making a hundred I'm gonna say making a hundred and sixty five dollars an hour it was hilarious to me I couldn't believe it and it dawned on me dude you can take a post-it down now but I didn't I kept on affirming the next thing that happened was I landed um ACT a year later, I landed LeapFrog. And there were so many other clients. And a year after the meeting with where the woman that I was so jealous of and didn't reach out two years ago gave me her credibility and was so unselfish in so many ways that I it birthed Reset Education Consulting, which was the first stream, extra stream of income besides my, my nine to five. Where I started out charging 165, I then started drafting proposals. And today was my first $5,000 day where I got, I, I didn't even do eight hours of work. And it was something I enjoyed doing, loved doing. I am, I am so very humble. <sighs> because I remember taking courses like 1K in one day. But have you ever looked at $5,000? I took a picture of it. (laughs) Because I've had money flowing into my account. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I make money. But once you do it like this, it's possible forever, right? So I took a picture of the stack of money. Because A, my bank, I didn't have time to make it to my bank to deposit it. But two, I took a picture of it so that I could have my own pick to look at while I'm decreeing. I make $5,000 a day. Um, there will be some time in the future where I, I'm making more than that a day. But this was so pivotal because normally the contracts that I do for my consulting business, 
it's over an, uh, an extended amount of time and we, we schedule the payments because I work with organizations, right? But this one was a one and done. It was supposed to be a one and done. And they were so thrilled with the job that me and my business partner did, that my business partner and I did, that they were like, we're going to see you some more. But we had set our price. And here's the other thing. I've also in this journey learned my value. Whereas I was just hoping to get out of debt and have some money sitting in the account when I first started affirming. Because I opened myself up to let my life unfold according to the plans that heaven had for me. To, to tap into the abundance prophesied in the Bible in multiple areas. To challenge God to develop the wealth of Solomon and the wisdom of Solomon in my life. Teach me your ways. Teach me your precepts. Because of this, I, I didn't have, I, I relinquished control over what that looked like. And he gave me the ideas that fell into my lap. That just fell into my lap. What? Who would have thought about educational consulting? Not me. I've worked with so many phenomenal people. And I would have been happy with the 165. But a year later, it was like the Lord was like, you need to know what you could be getting. And these are subcontracted rates. So ask for more. And I feared doing that for so long because I was like, well, then they won't hire me. They won't give me the contract and then someone else will get the money and I'll be out. I, I kept, I can't, it was that poverty mindset still that was popping up. And also the Lord wanted to show me how valuable I was. I am. And he couldn't, like, I, I have this theory that the Lord is the perfect teacher In education, we strive to have differentiated instruction based on the student, right? And what they respond best to, their learning style. And the Lord knows that parables, examples, and kinesthetic things work for me. I can learn by having a conversation. I can learn by seeing a picture But oh baby, there are multiple lessons when I am entrenched in the thing. And so this is why I have a theory that we are either in the cave, the desert, or the wilderness. The children of Israel were in the the desert, you know, wandering for 40 years. Elijah was in the cave. David was in the desert. They each had their own journey and cultivation that they had to come to maturity in the Lord and in the process. And if you omit one thing from their story, you omit the greatness that now exists. I mean, we're here talking about them, right? So, I had no idea the streams of income. I just left it up to the Lord. And you guys have already heard about the Shopify stores. There there are a couple other businesses. I just, I'm not interested in bragging about those. I'm telling you right now 
that if you eliminate the ideas of what you think your life should look like and just stick with what you desire. Now, there are sometimes you can be the specifics, right? But it's, it's really fun just throwing it out there. I, I do wonderful work and in an extraordinary way for extraordinary pay. That leaves it up to the universe to drop the ideas in my lap that have been cultivated in heaven, to just drop it in my lap. That will then get me the ability to do the extraordinary work, to get the extraordinary pay. And that gratitude is an amazing thing because I give thanks every day for new connections. I give thanks every day for the ultimate plan of the Lord in my life. And I don't dictate how it shows up. I have learned that his way is best. And since his thoughts aren't my thoughts and his ways aren't my ways, I'm not going to tell him how to be good to me. I'm not going to control how he's good to me. I'm just going to expect that he's good to me. I'm going to expect that I have the inheritance that he says that I have. I'm going to expect that I have the power in my words and his breath and his words to do the work to where things will manifest for me. I love gifts and surprises. I do. And I really love them when they come from the Abba. Sorry, I just had to take a pause for a minute for a couple seconds and just really think about the goodness and the awesomeness that I've experienced today. And I want to share with you the most extraordinary moment. The most extraordinary moment happened when my business partner got in the car, gave me my cut, and then I reached back and gave my assistant, who is also my mentee, who has been working for me since she was 16, I gave her her cut. And I took out my tithes, which is a universal principle, made sure to consciously set it aside and give thanks for each $100 bill. And then I counted out the money and gave thanks for each $100 bill. And the moment and the fact that he's blown my mind. And now that I have made 5000 in not even a full day, five hours, I now know it's possible to A, make it every day, and B, if I want to, and B, ask for more. Because what I have is valuable. And people want what I have to give. Everyone and everything works to prosper me now, and I prosper everyone and everything now. And so I reached back and I prospered her because her manifestation came true today too. She made more money in a day than she has ever made. You guys see what I'm saying? I want you 
to do an activation with me, I, I want you to, maybe it's that you want to affirm multiple streams of income and you don't want to tell the, you don't want to dictate how and what streams. Maybe you're like me and you want to write down six-figure income. Whatever that is, write it down, but leave space in your decree to let the universe do its best work. To let the universe get the plans of heaven and then call it forth when you decree. My business partner and I, before we do work and before we end our phone calls, we always do the Isn't It Wonderful by Neville Goddard. And I became familiar with this through Sammy Ingram. Um, I began to listen to Neville Goddard just before I found uh, Sammy Ingram. And she's not for everybody. If you're going to be super deep and holy, whatever, then she's going to rhyme you. She's going to rub you the wrong way and don't listen to her. Um, but I find her entertaining. Uh, I, I just find her entertaining. She's funny to me. But she and she's also good at what she does. So I had been studying Neville Goddard's stuff, his works, and is listening to his lectures, and I hadn't gotten into Isn't It Wonderful yet, and I, I found her right when I needed to find her. But my partner and I do this before the end of every call. We say, isn't it wonderful that blah, 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 is blessed by our training? Isn't it wonderful that we secure blah, 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 contract and money. Isn't it wonderful that God's richness and abundance flows to us effortlessly? We do these things and we open up the gates for the good that's coming to us. I want you to open up the gates for the good that's coming to you and don't control how it comes. Just expect it. I want you to know that I, I, I talked about some of what I wanted to talk about and really went on a different vein. But I'm going to circle back. Who I was when this all started, I had no idea that through manifesting, it would change me to the person I am today. I was not forgiving. I, I was bitter. I was jealous. I was angry. I had faith, but it was little. And now I stand a, I started out as an educator, sole educator. And now I'm a businesswoman. Now I, I'm working in ministry and I was an ordained minister then. I just like have my own online ministry. Shaped to who I am. Making an impact for the kingdom. Letting the glory of the Lord flow through me. I am the first to apologize now. I, my pride means nothing. If you say you're offended, I have no problem apologizing. I really don't care. I don't have to be right. I don't. I've learned to be humble. I've learned to listen. I've learned to love myself and I've learned to love others. I've learned to see the good in everyone. And that, I was a, I was a 
pessimist by nature. And that has changed. That also changed while affirming. And so while you're expecting to manifest these wonderful, extraordinary things, which you will manifest, I just want you to know that one of the many benefits that you also will manifest is refinement of who you are, the pruning that needs to be done that goes along with what you're what you're manifesting, what you're decreeing. And I think that's pretty dope. Had I known, I'm glad I, I didn't know. I'm glad I didn't know that the person that exists now back then, I, I'm, I'm so happy because I, I'm pretty sure I would have jacked it up. I'd have been resistant if you, if I had been told all of the things I would have had to go through and, and the amounts of faith I would have had to have. And, but I, I know that everything will always be all right because it's working for my ultimate good. And I've learned to trust that when I hear an idea from heaven, to go with it. Don't worry about the how. Just know that that will come too. Don't worry about the who. He will send the connections and you'll meet the most extraordinary people. And you'll do the most extraordinary things. And because you want the best for everyone involved, and you want everybody to live a life of prosperity and abundance, even more will come to you. Because that's what that's what the ultimate plan of heaven is. Guys, I can't wait to hear your stories. I just can't wait. Be open to the change. And be open to changing your mindset. After all, your thoughts shape your words and your words shape your world. Don't be afraid to decree so that you can manifest. Bye.